0: Hello folks! Welcome, finally, to episode 10 of This Now. it been a long time coming, I hope it will be worth the wait. I do apologise for the months when I haven't managed to get an episode out. I have been through some very challenging times with my health this year. Um, some quite scary times in fact, but um, by the grace of God the worst of it seems to be passing now. Hopefully I'll be able to be more consistent moving importance. Although I make no guarantees. Anyway, this is a new yearly episode, which I hope will have a vibe of hopeful for moving forward, as well as processing the past and dealing uh, with that in appropriate ways. But yeah moving forward into 2023 with a positive vibe. I have many poems that I haven't shared before, one that I have, and uh, some more news for you. And uh, yeah, let's do this. I thought I'd start off with this one, which is, I think, quite a sort of upbeat, hopefully New year sort of vibe. It was inspired by that bit in Psalm 121. I lift my eyes up to the mountains, where does my help come from? My help comes from you, maker of heaven and earth. And also from the beautiful video by the piano guys called Before You Go, one of the many, many poems that's been inspired by that. The scripture came to my mind while I was watching it one time. And eventually came out as this poem. So, this is called Eyes Up. I lift my eyes up to the mountain and know where my help comes from. The one who made the mountain, who laid its foundation deep down in the earth, who raised its mighty mass, solid and stately, towering to touch the sky. The one who made the sky, who carved out its vast azure vault arcing over the world, who bedecked its dome with swathes of gleaming white. The one who crafted the heavens, the one who constructed the earth, the one who lifted up the summit of the mountain, the one who lifted up the zenith of the sky. This is the one who lifts up my eyes. This is the one who helps me. This one is actually about my 50th birthday and it's sort of a sequel to 45 which was about my 45th birthday but it's about the passage of time and moving forward and so I thought that was quite an appropriate New Year-y sort of thing so The Map I still like my grey hair a badge of my survival I still like the lines on my face a road map of my journey through life's toils and snares, a receipt for dues paid, a token of experience gained, and perhaps a little wisdom hard won. I like the signs that I have lived, signs of the years invested into my becoming. I like the reminders that grace will lead me home, for the journey is not over. There will be more lines to add to my map. There will be dark valleys as well as green pastures. But there will always be the shepherd who leads the way, who is the way. And obviously there's strong reference there to Psalm 23. But yeah, moving forward into the future. Okay, all the news. As many of you know, I lost my mum in 2020, mostly not Covid, and a vital, really pivotal part of my healing process was writing poems about it, and that, that was really how I processed it with God. And I put those poems together into book form, and that is now out as an ebook. I'm hoping to get the paperback out early in the new year. I've got as far now as ordering a proof copy from Amazon, and if that turns out to be okay, then I can make paperbacks available straight away. But if there's something wrong with it, I will have to fix that first, obviously. But hopefully, very soon now, the paperback will also be available. It's obviously a very personal project and something very close to my heart. And I'm really hoping that it will help other people in their own grief journey to process their own grief and sorrow and pain. And actually, from some of the reviews I've had, it does seem to be having that effect. So that's really encouraging. The book is called Gone Before, A Grief Journey in Poems. If anybody is interested in investigating that. I also have an Etsy shop of sorts, which currently only has calendars in it. The calendars are based around my book Flying Free. It started out that I couldn't find a calendar that I particularly liked. So I started fooling around designing one on my own. I thought, oh, i would put my poems in it. You know, the encouraging, uplifting bits. So I found some pretty pictures and put bits of my poems on them. And I thought, might as well try to sell them as not. (laughs) So I found a print on demand um that did wall calendars and started an Etsy shop and put the calendars therein. And this is something that doesn't at all depend on me being well enough to get to the post office. So you needn't worry about any of that if you feel like ordering one. If you're one of those people who like me ends up ordering their diaries and calendars at the end of the year or even in January. I'm here for you with my calendar. But I'm hoping to get more stuff in there quite early on in the new year. I've got still the designs for merchandise, mugs and t-shirts and whatnot that I designed for Patreon. And the Patreon still might possibly happen. And if it does, then the patrons that sign up for tiers that involve merch, they will get their free items. But in the meantime... They will be soon in my Etsy shop. It's funny because I spent most of this year really quite frustrated, feeling that I wasn't getting anywhere, especially during those months when I was too ill to really do anything very much, and that that really was a very challenging time. But now, after I released the ebook, I started thinking, you know what? I've published an ebook off my own bat. And a short story in somebody else's anthology, and published a calendar. And I've launched an email newsletter and launched an Etsy shop, although well, it's probably a slightly too grand term for what's happened with the Etsy shop. But suddenly, this last year doesn't seem so unproductive after all. Suddenly, it feels like, oh, you know what, I actually got some stuff done. Anyway, that is about it for author news. I thought I would read you some of the poems from Gone Before, because this time of year can be really hard for people who are dealing with recent bereavement, or even not so recent, and I hope that this may help in some way. So... This is a poem called Pain Again, and it's one of the ones that one of the reviewers mentioned had been helpful to her. It was some time after we'd lost mum that I wrote this. And really, I was writing the poem as it was happening. So the things I express are what I was going through at that precise moment. It wasn't one of the ones I wrote afterwards in retrospect, This really was not the actual working through of the thing. So, pain again. Tonight, I sit with my pain, again. That smarting in my soul, that soreness in the core of my being, that inexorable awareness of what is gone, what is lost. A wound reopened and raw, stinging, scooped out. A pound of pain cut from the place closest to the heart. Tonight I sit with my pain again, Until the razor-edge dulls, the bite and burn abate, The quivering rawness recedes like an ebbing tide. Tonight I sit with my pain, until my soul settles like snow, Peace piling up into a deep drift heaped around my heart. I sit with my pain until it passes, until my tender troubled heart finds relief, finds release, finds rest. Until I know that I am still loved and it's going to be okay. This one is called Memento Vitae. I think most people are familiar to some extent with the phrase Memento Mori, meaning reminder of death, or more literally, remember that you have to die. But this is about remembering the lives of those we've lost, and remembering that we need to live too. And I dedicate it to both my mum and my dad. Memento Vitae. I don't need the graveyard, that bleak, wind-blown ground, the rustle of the yellowing grasses, the dying flowers, the cold clay. Here I see only the loss, the pain, the black gleam of the hearses, the blank wooden boxes being lowered into that cold clay. Here I see only death. I need the sunshine, the sky, the music, the memories. Here I remember the hours, the days, the smiles, the laughter, the love. Here I remember their lives. I don't need the graveyard. It's in living that we remember life. And I thought that might lead quite nicely into the next one, which sort of expands on the theme of the need to continue to live, even after a great loss this one is called gone with the wind and it was inspired by a couple of verses from psalm 103 verses 15-16 as for mortals their days are like grass they flourish like a flower of the field for the wind passes over it and it is gone and its place knows it no more and also to some extent to Uh, the bit in Philippians 3 about pressing on towards the things that God called us for. So, Gone with the Wind. Her room is empty. Her seat by the fire is empty. All her years and days and hours, all her moments and seconds in this world have finally come to pass. The wind has passed over her and she is gone. Her place knows her no more. One day the wind will pass over me. All my years and days and hours in this world are passing. All my moments and seconds in this world are passing. So I will relish each day as I thrust upwards towards the sun, leaving the seed behind and reaching eagerly for growth. So I will choose to blossom and, to nourish each bloom, to nurture each petal. So I will seek to be fruitful, to bear seed, to share seed. So that when I am gone, and my place knows me no more, I may have been the best flower I could give to the field. So that I may take hold of the purpose for which he planted me. I felt that was sort of a good New Yeary sort of Thoughts to be having, even if you haven't recently lost someone, to focus on living as best we can and to just make the most of our lives, really. I did want to do one more from the book. This is actually the one that the title of the book is taken from. I should probably warn you, by the way, that not all the poems in the book are this upbeat, shall we say. Um, It does deal with processing pain and grief quite a lot. That's really what it was, and that was the experience that I was processing. And I really hope that those poems will be helpful to those who are going through that sort of thing, and that the general trend is to... I mean... The Bible says that Christians shouldn't grieve as those who have no hope. It doesn't say we shouldn't grieve. And this is a grieving process, but I hope it is expressive of a grieving process that is full of the hope of the Gospel, basically, and what we ultimately have in Jesus. So, this poem is called Gone Before. She has gone before me before me into glory. She sees her Lord's face, she rests in his grace, where nothing can harm, distress or alarm. Though gone from my sight, she lives in the light, enjoys unimpaired what God has prepared. His peace floods her soul, his love makes her whole. She's entered his joy that none can destroy. Divided from me, finally free and that references 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9 what no eye has seen what no ear has heard what no human mind has conceived the things that God has prepared for those who love him and um, I hope that the book as a whole is a testament to that that that's where my mum is now and that's where we are going, and um, yeah, she's absent with the body but present with the Lord. She's with Jesus, and um, that is our hope. Our hope in heaven. This one isn't from the book, but it's one of my quite recent ones, and It's about seeking God's peace, which feels pretty appropriate. I think we're all probably seeking His peace as we enter a new year, and I hope you will find it and receive it, and me too. (laughs) So, passing understanding. Lord, help me to let Your peace permeate my personhood, to let it seep into the centre of my soul, to let it ground me. To let it germinate and grow in me. To let it burgeon, blossom and bear fruit in me. To let it suffuse and sanctify my spirit. To let it weave its way into the weft of my willing heart. To let my little life luxuriate in the love you lavish upon me. And may all our little lives luxuriate in his love. 2023 there you have it folks thank you for listening I will try to get out an episode once a month from here on in in the description I will include links to the ebook I've gone before and to my Etsy shop for anybody who's interested in investigating those things If anybody has any feedback, you can contact me through my Facebook page or email me at ruth at originaltextpublications.com. I would love to hear any feedback you have, any suggestions you have, things you'd like to hear about in future episodes, perhaps any interview guests that you'd be interested in, and just really any way that I can serve you through this medium. So thank you again for listening whatever 2022 has been like for you, I really hope that 2023 will smile upon you, it will be a good year and I'd actually just like to close out here. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace. And God bless you all and have a very happy new year for now, folks. Have a good one.